0: Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That's a pretend name that I came up with here for my anonymous newsletter, LOL Sober. Uh, A few months ago, I was really bothered about something in my professional life, and I thought it wasn't a big deal. Um, You know, let me rephrase that, actually. I I decided it wasn't a big deal. I didn't share it with anybody in my sober network because I decided it, it was too small, too embarrassing for a forty-five-year-old adult who's been sober as long as I have been. I just thought it was embarrassing that that this was bothering me so much. It was really shaking me up, and I prayed about it. And um, I ended up remembering a lesson about humility that I had gotten. It was from about ten years ago, and I really needed to remember it at that exact time. So I'll just tell you the story. Um, I went to a meeting at a treatment facility about a decade ago. There's probably 40 people there, and I'd say maybe 10 of those people, me included, um, had some sobriety and didn't live at the treatment facility. We were coming into the facility from the outside just for that meeting. And the other 30 or so people, they were all in treatment at that time. So this was this that the crowd was predominantly people with 3 days sober, 1 day sober, 10 days sober, maybe maybe a month sober at the most. Um so the chairperson he started the meeting by announcing that he was there in place of the normal chairperson Hank. Hank was not the real guy's real name. I'm using a fake name here. Um but the replacement um chairperson he proceeded to tell the story of why Hank wasn't there. Hank it turns out had relapsed and was holed up in a motel near near this place and you know he was there with other addicts all drinking and doing meth and all sorts of crazy stuff and um this dude he described the scene in the motel room um every detail you know the drugs alcohol sex workers dirty rooms old food containers just disgusting all out debauchery and he said the topic for the day was going to be don't drink or drug no matter what, and he spoke it at length about how the bottom can look, what it looks and smells and uh, feels like, and that brought him back to, to what he saw in Hank's motel room, and it was powerful. I'll tell you that much, it was powerful, and I was moved by the story. It was so vivid, but I I did, as he talked, I did feel like a little pang about somebody sharing someone else's relapse story, which, by the way, it's not like the relapse story was 10 years ago. It was like happening in the moment, and everybody in the room apparently knew this dude, And um, but I didn't, so it moved me. It, it impacted me, and I, I didn't think much about it until he stopped speaking And he opened up the meeting to sharing from the group. And almost immediately, a dude raised his hand and he said he was celebrating 14 days sober. And everybody clapped for him. And when we got done clapping, he said he appreciated the speaker. But that he thought it was not cool to have put Hank's situation out there like that. Um, And he spoke for like maybe two more minutes or so. And he wasn't mean And he wasn't quite gentle, but he was, he had a difficult message to put out there directly to the chairperson. And I, I mean, it was awkward. It was awkward. Um, and as he shared, I, I watched the speaker's face, this replacement chairperson who had quite a bit of sobriety, by the way, I watched his face to try to figure out like, what's this dude thinking? What's he going to say when this newcomer gets done sharing. And at the end, the speaker, um, he, he said, thanks for sharing. And thank you very much. I, I need to really think about what you said, because I think there's a good chance you're right. I'm going to pray on it. And I'm gonna to try to explore what, what were my motives in sharing that story about Hank. And if I need to make amends, I will. I really, really appreciate you bringing that to my attention. And I think about that exchange a lot, especially when I have times that I'm thinking I'm too wise to be vulnerable anymore. You know, there were so many powerful things that happened in that exchange and a lot of them involved humility. Um, One is just this newcomer who had, who was fearless and he had tremendous clarity. It Didn't matter that he had 14 days. It sounded like somebody who had 50 years. And he called out somebody who had much more sober time. Um, and he wasn't mad about it. He was like very even keeled. And I thought that took, um, quite a bit of humility. Um, cause he clearly felt strongly about it, but he didn't really lay the smack down on this dude. So I, I, I was really impressed by that. And I was also impressed by the chairperson to be honest. I think he deserves a lot of credit for the, in the moment being able to admit he might've been wrong. Um, I still have the urge in these situations to just duck and cover during criticism. And then like, I inevitably always try to defend myself. I don't pause to reflect upon what I'm getting called out for. And in a situation like that, it would have been so easy for that chairperson to just go, you know, what the hell do you know, dude, I've been sober for five years and blah, 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 blah. and Go off on that tangent. Um, get up on your high horse. But instead that dude, I mean, he didn't even say, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. He just said, Hey, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am. I'm going to spend some time thinking, thinking about it, sitting with it. And I never saw the chairperson again, but my feeling as I left that night was that he meant it. And he was probably going to end up coming to the conclusion that it wasn't his place to air out Hank's business like that. And so I was thinking about Thinking about the amount of humility shown by everybody involved that night and could have really gotten ugly in that room. And I have to always remember that vulnerability isn't the same as weakness. I don't think I'm weak anymore, you know? And a part of that is because I've been vulnerable. You know, there's a, there's a version of strength that comes from vulnerability in recovery that is just like unbelievable. Um, because one of the biggest mud puddles I step in on a regular basis is the thinking is thinking that I like, I'm too old with too much recovery time to be thrown off by so-called small things or I hear the term luxury problems a lot, you know. The truth is if a luxury problem is causing you to think about drinking, or you don't drink but you act like you've you're drunk, that's not a luxury problem, man. That's just a problem. And You know, at the top of this written post, I found this meme um, of Leonardo DiCaprio. He's making a toast. And the words on the meme say, I take great pride in humility. I, I take great pride in my humility. And as funny as that phrase is, it's kind of true for me. It's kind of like hilarious because it's so true. But the truth about great pride is that to take great pride in my humility I got to share things big small and everything in between um when I get off the spiritual beam otherwise you know I'm gonna end up just totally um whacked out of my mind which is what happens on a regular basis anyway so anyway thanks for letting me share